take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to another episode of From the Pit, the show where we bring you everything from acts of buggery involving mason jars to intrepid colon canyoneers. My name is <laughs> Phil. With me is Frank. Yep. Mike. Yep. And Billy. Yep. There's no Sam this week. No. I don't have anything funny for that. Yeah, we didn't think about no, this. No. I I did earlier, and now I forget what I thought. <laughs> <clears throat> oh well, fuck Sam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, special in studio guest, uh, Billy. Would you like to tell everyone uh, what you do? Well, my name is uh, Billy Pizarro. Uh, I play under the name Guillermo Pizarro. I'm from Green Lane, Pennsylvania. I'm a noise artist. That's about it. I run Flag yeah, Day Recordings. Say, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I run a, a, a tape label, Flag Day Recordings. Um, and that's about it. Yeah. Okay. That's good stuff. Where can uh, where can people find your shit? Flagdayrecordings.bandcamp.com. Perfect. There you mm-hmm. go. Yeah. Um, so, uh, why Guillermo? It's my birth name. Oh. It okay. sounds a little more professional than Billy. Okay. Like, you know, yeah. Billy. Billy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's a little too silly, I think. So. Fair enough. It's too not informal. Wi- not William. Yeah, especially for, for your style. It's, uh. Yeah. Yeah, Guillermo is a little more, I don't know, there's it's a little more. It's got pizzazz to it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> All right, so uh, why don't we jump into these fucking recommendations? Awesome. Uh, I think I'm starting, so Tom, why don't you just uh, kick it off?
I want every episode to start off like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the riffs though. So I mean, it's 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 doubly awesome when a band reaches out to us, and and that's what it is. So they, um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> shit, they contacted us. They did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right with that. Oh, man, believe in yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I, there was that moment in the beginning where the guitar started to, like, fade out, and I was like, do it. Get the faster if you do it, you saucy bitch. Oh, you did it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, dude. I mean, just, I mean, riffs for miles. Uh, so this, uh, the label is who, who reached out to us, uh, Unspeakable Axe mm-hmm. Records. Ah, nice. Yeah. So that released last thursday um it's a shame we missed the last week's episode because we were essentially going to premiere that little track but mm. eh. we missed all kinds of shit Say man yeah i know i know i know we got a fucking baroness came out dude i we'll talk i guess we'll talk about that yeah, later i guess we will. but we will fucking god that, what took me so long so um wh- who was this again this was sadistic ritual off mm. of visionaire of death and that was uh the track visionaire of death so uh, next up, Critical Defiance off of Misconception, also released this year in February. Let's uh, let's check it out. this label is all about promoting the drinking of cheap beer (laughs) (laughs) i got a fucking i got a case of high life at home too i think i might know what i'm doing tonight hey man uh yeah so uh that that pushed me on to uh, obviously check out a little bit more and here we are Mm -hmm. um sound a little bit more in the classics you know style to me oh yeah a little more crossover definitely Yeah. yeah so 
you know, you've definitely made a uh, a thrash a thrashaholic out of me. Good. Um, for Christ's sake, seriously. Who doesn't turn their phone off before a podcast? Jesus Christ. I hear Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> I mean, at least it wasn't Tom this time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, dude, so go check out Unspeakable Axe Records at bandcamp.com and see if you can't find yourself a couple things that you dig. That was, again, released February of this year. Uh, is it Axe, A-C-T-S, or A-X-E? A-X-E. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, it fucked me up. I I forgot that I'm second now that Sam's out. That's that's crazy. You haven't been second in a while. Yeah. Now I'll either be like first or like dead last. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just how it works. Well, shit. Um, this first one we saw on what was that Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, Saturday. Opening for uh, Ignite. Tom, why don't you go ahead and roll this shit? crunchy yeah mm-hmm. i you know i don't think it's any secret that i'm a huge fucking mark for old school hardcore mm-hmm. and the fact that the dude sounds like choke from Slapshot uh <laughs> really does something for me um they were the ones that had a quick set right i think you're thinking of guillotine that they was only that did was like three songs okay okay now nah, um this was uh perfect world they opened 
That was the first one we caught? Yeah. Okay. That was the first one that played. The show ran that fucking late. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. True, true, true. Yeah, it was, that was weird for a fucking Joe Hardcore show. Yeah. I mean, shit happened. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure it was out of his control, but it was yeah. crazy. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that was Perfect World. That was the track King of the Night off of their teaser 2019. They've got a fucking demo and a teaser. Just put out a fucking... Wait, put something wait, wait. Out. <laughs> I feel like a demo is a teaser. I do, yeah, essentially. I don't know why they went with with calling it a teaser. It's just cause it's, it's fucking two songs. Maybe it makes the nips uh, hard. I guess. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Uh, yeah. Anyway, you can find them at perfectworldnyc.bandcamp.com. Go check out the five tracks they've got because they're all fucking nasty. New York City, as of, as of no surprise. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else have I got? Oh, I got this one. Yeah, Tom, go ahead and roll this shit. Yes. the track El Belcho off of the album Snubbed by Gets Worse out of uh, Leeds, UK. I I love how power violence seems to remain in this like it refuses to coagulate into like a style so you get these really weird things that like I, I mean I wouldn't classify as necessarily power violence but whatever makes them keep writing that is fine with me. Yeah, I mean, there's there's uh, there's elements of grind. I had to pick that track because of the ridiculous uh, <laughs> little <laughs> spoken word bit in there. Yeah. Um, it was great. But yeah, I mean, the the whole album is all over the fucking place, and in uh, typical power violence fashion, it's twenty tracks long. <laughs> <laughs> still, still probably under ten minutes. <laughs> uh, nah, nah, they got a couple longer ones. 
Oh. They, they break the mold a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's just fun. Like, they're, they're, I, I love when they have a sense of humor about it. Yeah, some people try to take their shit too seriously. Yeah. yeah. It just doesn't work so much in this genre. But uh, you can find them at getsworse.bandcamp.com. Nice. Yeah. All right. So I've been away for a bit. Yeah. And so I have to catch up on some recommendations. Oh, boy. Um, so we're going we're gonna to start off with two from Donnie. And so this first band is called Crud. And we're going to take a little bit of listen to the song uh, Eternal Cycle of Torment. Time play it. Fucking slams. Donnie knows about it. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's like he's got a good barometer for it too. Because <clears throat> I mean, slam. I think for all of us is kind of like a hit or miss. Yeah, you know. <clears throat> but I don't dislike anything he's brought in, even if it's not something I would necessarily go out and own. You know what I mean? Like he, he accurate. He, he picks good shit. Yeah. So that was a uh, that was off the album Hymns of Violence, which came out <laughs> December last year. And, yeah, if you want some goddamn slamming death that has good grooves to it, it's all there. And that's, uh, that's coming out of Russia. I just like the name Crud. I do, too. <laughs> right? It's, it's almost as good as Slund. Almost. <laughs> Slund was fantastic. Well, that's a whole character. I, <laughs> I swear one of these days I'm ordering that fucking two-inch vinyl they put out. Oh. 
Yeah, I, I, I got I gave, the tape. I gave them one of the <laughs> nicest like <laughs> messages I think I've ever sent to anybody. Like from the pit, love Slund, and they were like, "Cool man." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so for this one, we're moving away from the slam. Now this is a this is a band called Gravefields, uh, and we're going to take a little listen to the track of the Devil's Breath. Tom Plate. I was gonna say with it, it I'd say it definitely falls into like black and death. Yeah. Like I was gonna say because there's certain um, on like the break sections, there was definitely some like Nile or at least Egyptian style chord usage. Yep. I was like, ooh, this is <laughs> real dark. Like, how <laughs> would you think? It was dirty. It was dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, but, no, I dig it. Yeah. Uh, Very nice. So, were they both from Donnie? Yeah, nice Donnie. Yeah, he's he's got he's got good taste. Um, Will you be my dad? <laughs> I believe that that actually came out. Uh, if I'm mistaken, that came out this month. Nice. Uh, yeah, uh, the seventh of this month. Um, to to get a hold of that, go to redefiningdarknessrecords.bandcamp.com. And before I forget, because I was an idiot and I forgot to mention where to find the last one at. Which was at ungodlyruinsproductions.bandcamp.com. Nice. That would have been a a terrible thing to leave out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Here's some shit. We're not going to tell you where to find it. Because even like, <laughs> like trying to find it real quick, forgetting that, you know, we have it right here on the Trello, trying to search through Bandcamp for it, it was not popping up right away, even when typing the full name out. Huh. Mm-hmm. But those are Donnie's bring-ins for the week. <laughs> <laughs> You're out for like a fucking month. Can't even bring it. Well, to be fair, I knew... Uh, da, da, da. I knew Bill was coming. I thought Sam was also bringing stuff in. So I kind of I also still I think I have another one from Donnie and Kevin that I still have to get to. <laughs> yeah, that shit happens. I mean I could fall back to a casual single. You can bring three in for a couple weeks. Yeah, I can. Okay. There we go. Yeah, let's see if he actually does it. Shut up. <laughs> Word. Bill, what do you have for it's us? my turn. All oh, right. yeah. It's your turn. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so I brought uh, Ad Arma, Ad Arma by Deathspell Omega, a uh, black metal band from France, and just this swirling mass of sound that I've dug from them for a couple of years now. Um, yeah, let's... Just play it.
it's that shit like it it's depressing <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah it's this real is fucking a, dark yeah well to me this is actually one of the more straightforward songs like mm-hmm. uh, it's almost like black and roll but it still has like this angular dissonant feel to it you know say, but it's like slanted yeah everything stays so loose but, but for them this is pretty like <laughs> a, a little bit more straightforward yeah, a little more straightforward but I mean, yeah. I've seen their name pop up a lot lately, <clears throat> so I mean, it's good to actually put sound to it. Yeah. Um, I I imagine someone like having to drag something heavy and like their legs ready to give out. <laughs> like that's well, the with, visual with, with that. the amount of like movement that's going on in the voice. I mm. mean, the voice is telling a lot of the a lot of the melody in a sense because yeah. I mean, there's more rhythm mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the instrumentation yeah. in a way. Um, I really like it. The dissonance reminds me. Have you ever heard of uh, Zrine? Mm-mm. Might want to check that out because okay. it's got a lot of the same sliding dissonant stays in that sort of pocket, but there is still rhythm to it. I like it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. All right. So this next one I have is by the uh, Vomit Arsonist. Uh, real quick, did we give a Bandcamp for that? Last oh one? no, that's uh, Deathspell Omega dot Bandcamp dot com. Cool. And. Um, so this next one is a uh, vomit arsonist, and this is out on deathbed tapes. They're a fairly new uh, noise label, but they are killing it right now. So happy to promote them some more. Um, this one is, uh, I think, selfless is the one, or no, selfish. Yeah, selfish is the one that I picked. Um, um did I pick the wrong thing? Did you? No, I didn't. Nah. No, you nope. didn't. No, you're, you're good. It's up on the time screen. Yeah, so the uh, the vomit arsonist from uh, Rhode Island, uh, dark ambient, noisy power electronic stuff. All right, let's go ahead.
Okay. Uh, Bit of a slow build on that one, but the the payoff is worth it. Yeah. So we've uh, we've had this discussion a couple times on the show, um, but I, I'd love to do it with you here. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, there's a lot of shit happening now. Uh, people call it all kinds of different things, but uh, to me, it's the it's sort of what industrial was meant to be mm-hmm. before it was turned into like dance music. Yeah. Like if you go back yeah, to I like know exactly what this you mean. sounds more like the the spiritual successor to Throbbing Gristle mm-hmm. and Skinny Puppy. Exactly. Um and I don't know what took so long, but you know, for some reason everyone was okay with it turning into like KMFDM and it's like, <laughs> wait a minute, that's not what this was at all. It, it doesn't even sound like the same thing. Yeah, I mean, uh, I wouldn't say I'm a I'm an authority on on industrial music, but it was always there. It just it never yeah, reached I, the level of KMFDM and you know all that <laughs> all that stuff. I mean, you know, it's nowadays, especially with shit like this and with like um, like Author and Punisher blowing up. Yeah, which like he's actually using machinery. Right. It's industrial. Yeah. Uh, it, it's really cool to fucking see. It's what I've always fucking wanted, and it just, it never happened. It's there. Yeah. It's, oh. it's definitely there. It's just, it's not, you know, widely available. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, that's fair. That, the, uh, when you're talking about the payoff, like, that slow build up, <laughs> I'm pretty sure if like, you were, like, just sitting at home, like, listening to that with headphones, and when that, like, bum, bum, first hits, it probably just jolt your body, because, like, it's well, I really like that track because it reminds me of the first Terminator. Oh, you know, man. the first Terminator soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, that's, and uh, that's one of my favorite movie soundtracks. Yeah, and that that soundtrack had a big impact on me as a kid. Mm-hmm. So that's when I heard I, this, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorite everything's. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That, that me- the melody like, though sticks with me. The yep. bo- 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 well, that's Judgment Day. Ah, I'm talking about the day. first one. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had, a, like, maybe not Terminator, but I had a sci-fi movie going on in my head with yeah. the, mm-hmm. the vocals, definitely. Yeah. Like, old school sci-fi, like, heavy effects on it. But, um, I like, maybe the beginning's supposed to induce anxiety, but that warmth was, was nice. Oh, yeah. I, I always dig it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the uh, Vomit Arsonist on Deathbed Tapes. Uh, you can check it out on deathbedtapes.bandcamp.com. The tape is sold out, but you can buy the download and uh, be depressed. So, <laughs> check it out. <laughs> Shit, you can get the whole fucking discography for 12 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's worth it. They're killing it right now. Everything they've been releasing is just killer. Yeah, I really want to dig into this label now. Yep. Very nice. Mm-hmm. We have uh, all right. One so more I have here. one more. Um, I'm probably pronouncing this completely wrong, but uh, Triumphor Foul. Uh, this is a new album on Twenty Bucks Spin. Urine of, of Abomination One. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like a bad case of UTI. Um, yeah, this is just nasty, filthy, noisy death metal. It just sounds oh. like it was found in a sewer and. 20 bucks spin decided to release it uh, so sammy's missing out yeah so let's let's play this tom 
Whew. So I think what we need to do is call up Dawn and they got to clean us like some of those tragedy ducks to get that filth off. Tragedy ducks. Yeah, it's filthy. Yeah, as much as I enjoy this album too, like my only gripe with it is, my only gripe with it is I wish the harsh noise was throughout the whole thing. Like I want to hear I got you. I want to hear like the band like kind of trying to push through that harsh noise. But it seems like they're using harsh noise as more of like a introduction element to their tracks mm-hmm. and stuff which is cool like I, I really dig that but this is a really good album uh, uh, I mean, yeah i mean it helps definitely that the finish like the mastering is it's it's, it's still noisy i mean they're oh, still yeah. pushed back yeah yeah I gotta recommend more than anything that everyone go to this release <laughs> and read this fucking promo that this dude cut in the fucking comments this is I'm debating if I should just read this shit because this is fucking insane. Go for it. This has got to be like a fucking gimmick. Like this dude must be running around Bandcamp doing this shit. This is his fucking. So the dude's name is Vision Quest, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You ready? You ready for this? Great music. I can really relate to the emotional charge, although I fail to see how you can admonish God, knowing every individual has been granted free will by Him. They are more than likely responsible for every hatred you may entertain upon another's enactment of said personal access to such an individual sovereign privilege. We all see how it plays out. And do we pursue it in violence or empathy? I would purport violence can offer no remedy to ignorance and personal choice. Although love and forgiveness seem to transcend each one's own personal understanding of random things, either their joyful or regretful experience, each weighs on our singular existence. So I would only ask then, would you murder in ignorant vengeance or nurture in perfect and undemanding love? That can set apart. Your music glorifies abominable truths in dark places. I can celebrate the truth and and ultimate defeat of it in the end through your compositions. And I thank you for that. God bless. What? (laughs) That review was this longer than the album itself. <laughs> <laughs> this this motherfucker's got gimmicks, man. Yeah, this is yeah. some carny shit. It's, 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 it's probably one of the band members. I don't know. I don't. I'm gonna like. I'm gonna follow this motherfucker, and I'm gonna go see if he does this on all of his uh-huh. shit. Because that that's uh, this is a fucking deal. Jesus Christ. Anyway, I, I meant to sound the note of like bands keeping like. Some like harsh noise to it. Uh, have you ever heard of a band called Axnar? A X N A. It's a no. black metal outfit, and like, yeah, they keep yeah, the noisy. Oh yeah. Okay. The uh, Axnar. Yeah. I remember that a little. Yeah. yeah. I remember the first time I played it for you. You were just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Shit sucks. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you doing here, Frank? I can't even. <laughs> Where, where's the mastering? <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> I know they didn't. No, no, not at all. <laughs> oh, where where can we find this? Oh, that's on twenty bucks spin dot dot com. True. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Some say it's the best segment. Did oh, I, oh, I, wow, wow. I, it was that out of time. That was that was out of time. Shit. Did we do we even say we were going to a segment? We didn't. Did no, just, no, that's what I'm saying. He literally just half phrased jumped ahead. Really half heartedly. I'm really too. proud of it. No, I know. 
That is just as bad as there's that thing on YouTube where someone takes Toto by Africa and they offset the lyrics <laughs> by like a few steps. Good, that's how I hear it all the time. And it's like, and I don't like that song to begin with, but then when you put the lyrics like not in time, you're like, ah, oh God, this is terrible. <laughs> I mean, that's a great fucking song. I don't know what your fucking problem is. I hear it every day. <clears throat> yeah. And it makes your life better. It doesn't. It does. It does. <laughs> anyway, that brings us to a segment. Some might say the most important segment. Um, the gimmick's done. Mike fucking killed it. That's <laughs> <laughs> the brutal bruise. Frank. Oh yes. We're going back to uh going back to two thousand and four for this one. Uh Tom, you got this pulled up? Thank you. Play it. So I've got uh, I've got to mention before we get into it. Um, I know Sam is a diehard fan, and he's really, really fucking bummed yes. that he can't be here for this one. He was, um, but don't worry, Sammy. We're gonna cover it for you. Uh, yes. and, and and do it right. We'll give it its due respect. Yes. So that was ignominious and pale off of Necrophages. Uh, well, their second and last release, Epitaph. Um. God damn. Where are they? What are they doing? I don't know. They they ended in 2010. Yeah. Uh, apparently like they're they had two great albums and they're just like, mm, done. Not feeling it anymore. Now, to be fair, with those uh those two albums, if you look at like members, there's a lot of different members, <laughs> which means that dude's probably a dick to work with. Yeah, regular old vector. Uh <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> was this, is there an interview that is up or something? I just saw that. The uh, what with the vector thing? Mm-hmm. 
Look, man, just don't be an alcoholic who who fucking WWE slams your girlfriend into a bed. Yeah, uh, yeah not cool, man. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Not cool. Now, <laughs> necrophagist, on the other hand, just <laughs> delivering fucking smooth technical death metal. Yes. Like, it's got a beautiful classical influence to it. Like, the... Actually... Before we start, but he said like the the tone like if it's kind of more cleaner than some. Oh yeah, other very clean, like, very precise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you gotta like that kind of thing to really get get down with it. But yeah, it, yeah I do. It has its place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, mean, I mean, you know, almost gives me like like Bodom vibes without mm. the symphonic element. Okay, just the heavy melody, the high technicality, a little. I was lucky enough to see them live. Much, get, much better guitar tone too than Bodum. <laughs> yeah, say. that's probably nostalgia yeah. speaking. But yeah, probably yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I had the the opportunity years ago to to see them live, and yeah, it's perfection live. They're, yeah, I saw them once at a summer slaughter like a million years ago. I don't even remember. Yo, I, that's I'm pretty sure that's where I saw them. Yeah, so I think Marco Miniman was drumming for them. Mm-hmm. That, that was one of the was that the first summer slaughter at the trough i don't remember like good show yeah um but yeah fucking they were on goddamn point and so this album has it's it's very technical <laughs> if you haven't caught on but like even with that it's it's not that kind where you listen to it and it's like a pain to listen to. It's catchy. No. Yes. Yeah. It's catchy, riffy. It, it, it's it's uh it's amazingly approachable for the style. Correct. And it's just it's real easy. Like I said, it's real easy. It's fucking it's got that smoothness to it. Now. Yeah, I, I don't even I know exactly what it, like drinking this while listening to it. And I was like, oh yeah, I get it. So, gotta pair something with it. Something obviously. Obviously quite heavy, but still retaining that smoothness. So, we've got Founders, Curmudgeon's Better Half. It's part of the Barrel Age series. And it is a old ale brewed with molasses and aged in maple syrup bourbon barrels. Oh my god, that's what all that is. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Heavy. I was wondering why it tasted like fucking pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Your eyes are closing. <laughs> I'm just Asian, don't be racist. <laughs> so, this, uh, this, when There's I say. still more? Oh, uh, in the bottle? Yeah. No, but if you want to. Oh, okay. Well, mm-hmm. That's fine. I was going to say, do you want to sit? Yeah. Go for it. Oh, yeah. It is, uh, when they say old ale, I automatically assume, at least by the taste, that mm. they're talking about barley wine ale. That's, with its profile and whatnot, that's what I'm getting. It's like a fancy dessert. That's a meal. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, uh, sport a nice 12.7%, yeah. so it's... I, I could literally drink this for breakfast. I know. Like... With some French toast? Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah, having problems? <sighs> but... There's lots of, obviously this has, this has a lot going on. Well, it, yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's 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 smooth. It's very approachable. Yes. I mean the, um, a total fucking, you know, someone totally new to craft beer would have no problem with this. It's not like throwing fucking ruination at somebody. Right. Um, at the same time, it's heavy, 
and it's got complexities that I think you'll appreciate even more the more your palate develops. Correct. And the other thing that I uh, little bit I want to tap on is that it's obviously it's a like this isn't a all year round right. uh, beer. It's a limited release, and I wanted to go with something limited since. You know, Necrophage just decided two <laughs> albums and done. Oh, that's a clever <laughs> little connection you made. That's a clever one. Yeah, god damn it. <laughs> you just start, you do this for so long, you just start making links. The, yeah. Yeah, you, you make a, actually make a, one of those uh, Venn diagrams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, just, I'm stuck on how they balanced it. It's really good. Yeah. But you gotta... You got a good strong malty beer, which usually has a sweetness to it, and then you have syrup and molasses, and it's gonna be good. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I don't, I can't think of anything bad I've had from Founders. Correct. Nah, I got some breakfast stouts in the fridge at home. <sighs> One of my favorites. <laughs> that I'll bring him in once, and he's breaking <laughs> shit in the studio. I'm still getting used to my wedding <laughs> ring, man. I'm banging it on stuff. Oh, I can imagine. Because <laughs> I've never worn jewelry my whole life. So, yeah. want to do yourself a favor, pick up a, it comes in a, a nice 24 ounce bottle, pick up a bottle of Founders, Curmudgeon's Better Half, throw a Necrophage's Epitaph, and have yourself a good time. Although I feel like if you drank the bottle in the, I think the album's only like a half an hour long. Ooh, yeah, that'll, uh, that'll, that'll do, do you, you dirty. Yeah, dirty. and make sure <laughs> make sure not to eat anything before you do it. Yeah, no, 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 no. Empty stomach all day in the sun. All day, yes. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do a lot of cardio in the sun no. and uh, stay outside while the sun's still out, and pound this fucking bottle within that half hour. Um, and then and then fucking then write to us. Hashtag <laughs> drink responsibly. I'm um, not telling people to drive. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just puke in your hearts and falls <laughs> on the fucking sidewalk. I was gonna say, if you, if you are in the sun, make sure to put on sunscreen. I've learned that lesson. Yes, there. Yeah. See, cancer is no joke. Yeah, now you're not wrong. Uh, passing passing out on a picnic table at like twelve in the afternoon because you started <laughs> drinking way too early on an empty stomach is also a. Uh, that's that's pretty funny, actually. Yeah, camping is crazy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, before we move on to our regular shtick, um, I mean, we've got an in-studio guest. Yes, we do. Who's mm-hmm. uh, got quite the body of work. No, I don't. I, I don't <laughs> you, you got you compared, got enough compared to other noise artists. I'm very, well, I'm not prolific at all. That's that's fair, <laughs> but I mean, some of the. Some some noise artists. Uh, it's uh, sometimes I wonder if there's actually any goal behind the noise they're making. There is, yeah, uh, yeah, there definitely is. I mean, a lot of them I see it. Some of it I hear, and it's I don't know. I mean, I'm not that deep into the genre, yeah, but so like maybe with, I'm just with not any other it. type of music, you can tell who's taking it seriously and who's just like that's around. fair. Yeah, that's fair. You know, um. So one of the things I wanted to ask you about, I picked up the, uh, I think Frank and I both picked up the fucking soundtrack. The 3-1-3. Three, three. Three. Yeah. We've all got uh, it. Yeah, yeah. The, the special edition, the oh, Blood oh, Vials and the all that one? shit. Yeah. Oh, man, no, you're, you're one of three. Yeah, so we, you, were China, we were trying to get uh, either Mike or Sam to buy one so that we could hoard them. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, you will never get this. <laughs> <laughs> just post pictures of all three of them on the table. <laughs> you wanted this? You saw the movie? Because we fucking didn't. <laughs> um, we we still don't know where to find that fucking thing. The movie's finally out. Oh, so okay. It, yeah, it's finally out. It's on uh, Crypt TV on their YouTube channel. Okay. Yes. Oh, it yes. Wow. Ooh, we yeah. gotta have a movie night. Fuck, how did that slip by? I follow that shit. Oh, you follow Crypt TV? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, fuck it was, uh, Okay. Maybe, maybe in May it was released. Okay. Yeah. Um, or no, no, it was around my wedding, so it was like April. That's probably why I didn't post about it, just because like late April was like super crazy, so. Yeah. Understandable. I, yeah. So, I. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Crypt is that TV. The, is that the only thing you've done sort of soundtrack-wise? Uh, no, I've done another one called Jericho Bridge by the same director who did three. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, that one you probably won't see for a while. Uh, that's part of a bigger anthology, kind of like a... Uh, what was that old? Um, Tales from the Crypt Keeper. You know how like, oh, they yeah. would do like, anthologies? Yeah. yeah. yeah so, so Jericho Bridge is part of a bigger anthology. So right now they're, I think they're filming like the larger arc okay. story nice and jericho bridge is part of that you know that's dope um so anthology that'll... horror is some of my favorite so, horror jericho yeah. bridge is done i just don't know when it's gonna get released gotcha. it, it did just get accepted to a to its first film festival i i don't remember which one right now um so it's it's gonna start going through the film festival circuit and then uh Probably around that time, I'll release the soundtrack and and all that. And good we'll stuff. buy all the limited copies. Yeah, all the limited <laughs> stuff. Uh, and then also, right now, I'm working on uh, a soundtrack for a film called Camp Wilson. Uh, so that I'm still recording, and I actually need to have that done by July 27th. So I'm gonna just <laughs> I'm gonna just imagine that it's. Uh, a horror version of Dennis the Menace where Mr. Wilson Kim goes Wilson. on a fucking murdering spree <laughs> at a camp. No, Kim He's Wilson. had enough of his shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was inevitable. Camp Wilson is a it's a pretty cool film. It's uh it's more of a psychological mm. thriller than a than a horror movie. Um Yeah, so that should hopefully be out sometime this year. So what's that process like? I, I've always wondered when it comes to doing a soundtrack. Like, is do you do you just get like the fucking uh, like the script and a storyboard or like how you it's, know what I mean? How does tough. that work? Like, I'm, I'm still. I can't say I'm a. I'm super. You know. Great at it yet? Um, I'm still definitely learning as I go. Um, with Jordan, who did three and Jericho Bridge, at least with him, I can kind of sit down with him. He can tell me which scenes he's, like, what mood he's going for for each scene. So that's been good. Um, this new one, Camp Wilson, I'm kind of taking all the workload on myself, like recording and mixing, mastering, and all all that stuff. Um, so that's going to be a little tougher. The other two soundtracks I worked with a, with a producer, um, which made the recording process a little easier and... All I had to do was focus on, on recording. Like a, okay. Yeah, you know, I didn't have to worry about lining things up and engineering and all that, all that stuff. Oh, so you didn't work with the doll? You just like got no, no, yeah, I worked with a with a doll. But okay, okay. Yeah. Um. 
but I worked with someone else. <clears throat> you know, someone else was taking care of like all the engineering stuff. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, as far as the process, it's just getting it done. I don't. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. You know, like uh, watching the movie until you hate it, and then. Okay, so do you? Yeah, so do you generally see <coughs> the movie before you do the soundtrack? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, they they always send me. You know, the movie, the finished, the final cut. Oh, okay. Yeah. So That's what I was real curious about. Yeah. It, I, I'd imagine it would be next to impossible otherwise. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, that You always think about a movie having a, a soundtrack, so watching a movie without a soundtrack has to be a little, like, odd. It That's, yeah, that's probably the hardest part is, for me at least, it, it's, um it's hard to figure out where the music is supposed to go. At least that's what I'm still learning. You know, mm -hmm. you feel like you're responsible for too much. Yeah, at that it's point. like, Oh my God, like where, where's the music supposed to go? Cause yeah. this is weird. There's this like silence where there's not supposed to be silence, you know, a lot, and, a lot of choices. If you really think about it, come down to you. Yeah. So that's, that's probably the most stressful part of it. Um, and then there's like scenes that are really obvious, like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Something definitely needs to go there. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm still learning as I go. But That's fair. People seem to dig it, so. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen any of the movies, yeah. but I like the soundtrack for three. Cool. So Thanks, man. That's good stuff. Yeah, Jericho Bridge, I'm really excited. I mean, three was really great, but Jericho Bridge, I think, is definitely, you know, a step above. Okay. Yeah, so. I, was, I haven't seen three yet. I read the... This, the script. Yeah, I'll, send, like, I'll send you guys the link so, right. yeah, so nice. you guys can watch it. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to check that out. Yeah. Uh, now, I believe, I think the, the first thing I heard from you, I'm pretty sure the first thing Frank brought into the show was harmonic poems, correct? Yeah. Right. That was the first solo, solo bit, bit I brought in Redder, which was a ah, collaboration, okay. yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, I very distinctly remember... Uh, listening to A Room with a View and how insanely disturbed I felt afterwards. Do you want me to ruin it for you and, like, take the disturbing aspect out of kind it? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that that particular track comes from a pretty innocent place, um, and I just twisted it to make it, you know, as disturbing as possible. But I, when I lived, when I, when I was still living with my parents uh, in West Virginia, I had a a studio space in Hagerstown, Maryland. It was a small, like, 10 by 10, about the size of this room, um, just studio space that I would go to after work. Uh, I worked second shift at a warehouse, so um, I would get off of work at 10, go to the studio space at, like, 11, and just work on music, you know, make noise. Um, and that room always made me really paranoid like even though i knew the building was empty i felt like people could hear me and like were like you know where the fuck is this sound coming from like who's making all this racket so i was always really paranoid um working in that little room and i mean that's kind of what i get from it and yeah. i i don't think the the explanation the explanation jesus um <laughs> really makes it any less disturbing uh kind of what i got from like i'm very familiar with that feeling of of paranoia yeah. especially when you're alone yeah uh 
I, I see and hear weird shit all the time, and I'm pretty sure it's fucking that yeah. I'm crazy. So that, but <laughs> also like that little office, I remember it had a it had a pretty big window uh, to it, and um, so I would check outside. And one particular night, I did see two cops like right outside the building. So I thought maybe someone called the cops on me, you know, noise disturbance or whatever. And I'm gonna have to explain to them like. You know what I'm doing. Like you're gonna have to explain <laughs> the cops' noise. Yeah. <laughs> so I wasn't looking. Yeah. So I just always just felt. Well, it, it also didn't help that that building that I had the studio space in was a government building. Like it, oh. it was like a local government building. Um, mm-hmm. There were like some law offices in there as well, and I just happened to find a realtor who was renting out that office space. And she rented it out to me, you know, yeah. for for super cheap. So, yeah. Fair enough. So, <laughs> I'm always like, you know, someone working late. So you know. it was a creepy office when everybody wasn't there. Yeah, That's, yeah. yeah it's, uh, it's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you're and right. That doesn't make it less creepy. Well, I don't know. Like, I just don't like disturbing people. Like, I don't like. What do you mean? Like. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, like, I, I really I don't like... The, I thought that was the whole point. No. No, I mean, as far as, like... Like, in the real world. Yeah, like, in the real world. Like, I don't uh, like to bother people, like, uh, with sound and, I got you. you know, like, if, you know, I'm always, like, real courteous to my neighbors as far as, like, playing loud music, you know. That. Fair. Yeah. Um, I mean, but as far as the track goes, I mean, that was supposed to be. Creepy, oh yeah, right? yeah. Oh, the track so is totally affected yeah. yeah. everyone. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. As far as my actual music, it's like you're on your own. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just makes me think. You know what? Like, oh, being very courteous to my neighbors. You, when you did not have courteous neighbors, <laughs> and dying fetus just released wrong one to fuck with. Yeah. <laughs> So he gave them a taste of that. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they deserve it. They, they did. Yeah. They did. That's yeah. the way you got to do it, man. Mm. <laughs> fight fight back with noise? Yeah. Yeah. I use brutal truth a lot for that when necessary. Oh, yeah. Good choice. <laughs> yeah, that'll get someone's fucking attention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'll get their attention real fucking quick. <sighs> oh. So uh, I you said you're working on another uh, on another soundtrack. Is there yeah. anything else in the works? That you yeah. Wanna... So right now I'm just like hyper focused on that soundtrack, just because of that hard deadline that I have. Once I get that out of the way, I do have a some like solo material that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. So that I'm really dying to get to, but I know I got to get this soundtrack out of the way first. That's fair. Yeah. So hopefully I'll have that out by the end of the year. The the solo stuff. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Any uh, upcoming shows, anything along those lines? Yeah, July 8th, uh, Flag Day Recordings is hosting Jordan uh, Reyes in Easton, Pennsylvania at Gallery on 4th. Okay. Uh, so I'll have a couple. I'll, I'll be playing that. Um, Jordan, of course, he's he's uh, promoting his new album, Close. Uh, so he's on tour for that. And... Uh, so we'll have a couple of artists from Philly playing as well. Nice. Yep. Awesome. Then July 13th, Bricks is playing at Century Bar. Oh, okay. <sighs> I fucking love Century. Yeah. It's such a fucking punk rock joint. It's ridiculous. Yeah, like, yeah they, it's going to be a good spot for Bricks. 
So that's cool for the people that don't know. Bricks is my uh, like noise core trio. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's me, Christopher Feltner, and and uh, Rye Sakura. Just nasty, noisy punk, I guess you could say. Yeah. You'll have to you'll have to remind us. I'd love to try to make it out to okay. that one. Yeah. Uh, the last uh, two years, we've seen Casador play there. And okay. It's been fucking awesome. <sighs> yeah, I'll let you guys know. I still remember getting a uh, an Uber there one time. I made the and when the woman like turns down onto the street, she's like, "Is uh, this where you're going?" Yeah, it's just up a little bit further. <laughs> I, it's yeah, man. You know, it's, it's one of those things where like you gotta you gotta be comfortable. Shit ain't sweet around there, so it's <laughs> like I've been there a couple of times. It's not too bad. Nah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if, you know, keep your wits about you. Yeah. Don't 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 hang out outside the bar alone. Yeah. <laughs> too late <laughs> into the evening. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I fucking love that place. So that's, mm-hmm. that's cool. Um, yeah, I think that particular night it's gonna be like all grindcore bands playing. So nice. Yeah. And cheap fucking beer. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. And sometimes free popcorn. <laughs> Some, yeah, oh, well, he just fucking he just comes and throws it out in front of you at the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's no like hands you a cup, take popcorn, eat popcorn. Yeah, get thirsty, drink beer. <laughs> it's like I know what you're doing, but I'm totally cool with it. Smart man, yeah. smart man. No, that is a really cool spot. All right, that'd on. be cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, remind us, we'll uh, we'll promote bit. it on the show, and we'll definitely mm-hmm. try to make it out to that shit. Yeah, All right. Uh, speaking of shows. Uh, not a whole lot coming up as oh, did you seriously? Oh man, what happened? It just shit on me. It just this fucking thing just shit on me. <laughs> Literally, as I'm about to fucking read off these fucking shows. Uh, God damn it! See okay. that? What has technology done for you? <laughs> Got a couple what, what, more shows what? I could talk about. Oh, no. go for it! Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So the last one I talked about was July 13th. Yep. Bricks. Yes. Um. August 17th, I'll be down in North Carolina for the All Data Fest. Um, and then I'm trying to set something up September 6th at the same place that the the Jordan Reyes show is happening. Uh, that's going to be for Sarah Bell Reed. Um, that should be a Friday at Gallery on 4th. And... That's all the time I can kill for you. I'm sorry. You're good. You're good. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that happened because I, I, I assumed you were done, which uh, was my fault. But No, no, you're fine. And we're back up and running. Sweet. Uh, it's beautiful. So uh, there's not a whole lot going on um, as far as Philly goes as we ramp up to uh, This Is Hardcore. I know there's been a couple things announced. I don't have them off the top of my head. Uh but two things that I know are definitely coming up um, is this Saturday, June 22nd, at 6.30 at the Kung Fu Necktie uh, is the Narcos Family Band with uh, Maharaja and our boys in Cazador, which is going to be fucking great, uh, as well as the Magnificent Shithawks of greater northern americas uh whose whose description is just we are outlaw metal that makes me so happy so uh that should be that should be a fun one come out and see fucking casador if you haven't uh 
I forget when the, their new shit's coming out on like the twenty sixth, right? Oh God. Yeah, the, the which I've been dying for because we heard a bunch of new fucking songs last year, yeah. Yeah. and they were all fucking dope. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, when the fuck is this coming out? Uh, and I could be wrong on that date. I'll confirm that with them later. I hope they can. Uh, like when they played at Century, they were able to play loud. Like, I. I don't foresee that being an issue in the Kung Fu necktie because that is also a closet. It is. I know, I've only seen, I've only been to one concert there, but that concert was uh, Piron, uh, Full of Hell, and Entombed. Oh my god! And it was. I almost got my arm broken. Like it yeah. was. Like it was insane. Yeah, I, I saw the dwarves there. That was a shit show. What? <laughs> um. And the following weekend, oh shit, that's a Friday. Why did I think that was Saturday? Well, I guess I'm not making it to this one. God damn it. Uh, Friday, uh, <coughs> June 28th at 8 p.m., uh, H2O will be playing a 25-year anniversary set at the House of Independence in Asbury. <clears throat> Does that say with? With Wisdom and Chains, although they, you know, they oh, may not right, be there. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's um, right. They may not be there, but Sunstroke... Uh, suspect and the last stand will all be opening um so that's cool nice thing is they're also coming they'll be in philly september 21st with comeback kid so i plan oh, to go shit. to that one yeah uh and if you haven't seen h2o i mean holy shit get you 21st of what uh september okay keep me posted on that okay <laughs> not that i'm, I'm buying you wouldn't normally yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. September. Okay. Uh, that's all I've got as far as, as shows right now. I'm sure there's a million other things happening, but uh, I'm fucking lazy, so Google it. <laughs> Google, Google it. Well, we got some some post articles, and we're gonna we're gonna burn through these at a relative gate. So let's. Uh, we got a prosthetic bring in this week. This is gonna be from Ashbringer, their album Absolution. Let's give it a listen.
Fuck, man. Mm-hmm. I just get lost in it. It's so fucking pretty. It, it's funny. Um, <clears throat> this, is, uh, this is real beautiful. Um, the vocals are heavy. They're blackened. They are there. Um, but uh, with stuff like this, I'm much more interested in letting everybody see the buildup in like a post-metal yeah. or a post-rock sort of a thing. And uh, this being the track that we were allowed to promo. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. So um, the vocals are fine. Uh, you know, it's uh, nothing profound, but uh, it doesn't detract at all from that just masterful buildup, that really pretty, uh, you know, atmospheric, ethereal sort of a sound. So, I love um, that. Yeah, man. It's good. It's, you know, um, again, the album's Absolution. You can find that at, at ashbringermusic.bandcamp.com. That's uh, mumble mouth. <laughs> perfect time for me to slip this one in because uh, that is such a. I mean, that really caught me because I'm I'm riding off the high of the new Baroness album. Yo, Phil, uh, like, oh, I was not prepared for how good that was, and I only got a few <sighs> tracks in. I'm really looking forward to getting through more of it on the way home. I picked up my fucking copy of the vinyl yesterday, and I listened to it three times. Uh, I'm a little jealous because an acoustic set would be really cool. Yeah. I, I mean, just from hearing the tracks once, a few, you know, the first three, one time, I can already say that that was probably a really cool set. There's, uh, oh, it was incredible. Um, there's, there's something about seeing an artist really get wrapped up in what they're doing and, uh, you can find other performance, other like Sonny will be uploading this. He was there, so it will be up on Hate Five Six, which is fucking great. Thank you, Sonny. Yeah, he's a fucking hero. He is a fucking hero. Um, but yeah, I imagine that'll be up on Hate Five Six. Um, but they did uh, an acoustic version of Cocanium, which is already a pretty, pretty heavy song. And when you take away the drums and the bass and all the other, and it's just acoustic. Uh, hit you in a certain place, and uh, and Homegirl was literally crying while performing the song, and it just like it it fucking you shook a little bit after seeing that. Like fuck, man, you've played this song how many times, and it's you're feeling the message that heavy. Um, fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, seriously. Literally wiping tears away. Uh, finishing the the song. Um, man, that shit'll hit you. The vocals hit you. They're very soulful. Oh, yeah. Very, yeah. very bluesy. Um, and her addition to the band is the best thing they've ever done. Uh, just, just fucking fantastic. Um, so, yeah, Golden Grey, the new Baroness album. If, if you haven't picked it up yet, c- go get it. Yeah, it's, I was sold immediately. Once I heard the uh, melodic movement of the vocals, I was like, this is perfect. Yeah. And, it reminds me of the uh, <clears throat> sort of sincerity of Dustin Kensaru with a fuller sound. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I just introduced another friend of mine to them, and he was like, he kind of sounds a lot like Dustin. And I was like, yeah, yeah I, I can see it. I hear it. I do. But uh, it's, that's it's fine. Um, <laughs> it's so good. But, uh, yeah, so next up, uh, I've been super into this uh band since we found them years ago ritual blade they're very d-beat and they have a new release hell on earth let's listen to some of it
I don't know what it is about DB in general that just makes me like all these objects need to be in more pieces right now. <laughs> need like to be <laughs> flying. <laughs> yeah, it's it, yeah, it's it's one of my absolute favorite genres because it takes everything I like from all of the different elements. Uh, the you know the the <coughs> punk, the hardcore. Uh, it, it's really just the perfect. But like this is to me kind of the the pinnacle of of punk. Mm. It's fantastic. I don't necessarily disagree with that. And, I mean, just to say, I mean, Ritual Blade hasn't put out anything bad. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, I mean, they're hitting on that formula hard. And, it, I mean, phew, you heard it. So go find it. That'll be at ritualblade.bandcamp.com. Yeah. Hey, Fuck. D beats a lot of, woo, followed by running <laughs> and swinging fists. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Keeping circle pits relevant. Mm-hmm. All right, so incredible. This is this is a bit of a story. I'll try and be quick with it. Cursed Earth, another one that I've been pretty into since we found them. Um, they lost their lead singer, and mm. that sucks. But they didn't let that stop them, and they've released a new full length called the Deathbed Sessions. Now, instead of finding in a temporary fill in, they reached out to their friends and had them all fill in. In different tracks. Oh, that's cool. It's really cool because their friends are, for example, Amity Afflictions, Joel Birch, Kubla Khan's Matt Honeycutt, Venom Prisons, Larissa oh, Stuper. This is, uh, this is sort of an underground probot. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> so um, I picked the one, uh, at least I'm pretty sure I picked the one with uh, Venom Prisons vocals. Good and choice. that'll be Tyranny Forever. Let's listen.
god how, damn it. How does that happen? That perfect timing. <sighs> you, you do this for 150-some episodes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hitting in that ignorant, angst, harm's way, sort oh. of a homewrecker, sort of a just ignorant. Yeah, good fucking name drop. I forgot about homewrecker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And angst, angst. Everybody should listen to as much angst as possible. True. But... Making the best of a bad situation, like the best. Yeah, you know what I mean. What a fucking great idea! Seriously, way to to threaten all the drywall. (laughs) A bunch of Kyles up in (laughs) there. Can I just say those have been some of the best fucking memes we've been getting? That's like the one I fucking posted when I got here. (laughs) There's a there's a monster under my bed. Thanks, sick. Thanks, bro. I saw a fucking. Uh, <laughs> it's funny because I know a Kyle who's just that. And he shows up with Jägermeister and fucking Monster Energy shirts. Oh. Please tell me you've seen the. Uh, someone like wrote over like a quote. It's Kyle Aid. And the Kool Aid Man's green. It's like monster flavor. <laughs> it's like. And someone commented, like, I can hear the drywall quivering. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm done. That's it. No, that's it. That's no, it. no, right, no, no, not the... really, not really. Um, <laughs> so that was fucking dope. Yeah. The, the very last one, uh, we'll, we'll leave. it's not an album release. It's just a single, and I want to talk about that when Sam's here. But this one, <sighs> this one I had to get to. Uh, y'all know I'm a huge fucking Shyhalud fan. Yes. Uh, Zombie Apocalypse, Matt Fox's other uh, one of his other projects. Uh, just dropped their first single in 15 fucking years. I never thought it was coming back. I was thrilled that I could get vinyl copies of the shit that they had done before. Uh, well, let's just be honest. We both know he's been up to something over the last year or so. He's always up to fucking I know. something. I know. He, t- he, like, he moved back to he moved to Jersey from Florida because he loves the scene around. <laughs> uh, so the new track is called Bullshit Destroyer. We're going to go ahead and give it a listen. Full of shit. You see me bloody in mouth. Fucking things, easy to mouth. You see me hitting the wall. Bleeding us with voice and tongues. So, uh, they haven't lost a step? No. Nope. Nope. So, that will be on their, uh, on their new EP, Life Without Pain is a Fucking Fantasy, on August 9th, and you can pre-order that now at innerstrengthrecords.bandcamp.com. Jesus, Fonz, damn. <laughs> Just fucking turn Put that it next shit to on Batman. Silent. Yeah. Damn. Uh, hang out with Batman. Uh, anyway... That'll that'll do us here at From the Pit. Yep. Mm. Uh, remember, you can head over to fthepit.com for all of your From the Pit needs, Facebook, all that other fun shit. Uh, 
there there may be it, it should be alleviated for now but there may be some issues in the future as we are moving from soundcloud to libsyn so if you've run across anything please let us know and we will do our best to get that taken care of immediately yep uh because that's that's some shit <laughs> uh, if you really like what we do, head over to patreon.com slash from the pit. You can get our bonus material, all that fun shit. If you want to hear samples of it, we put it out two fucking two, three weeks ago. Uh little little sneak peek. Little sneak peek for you. Little taste. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes, leave us a five star. If you're listening anywhere, download, please. For the love of God, download. We need it desperately. I don't care if you keep the download, just download it. Get your fucking grandma to down, download it on all of your PCs, download it on all of your Mac products. I, I like the recommendations while I crochet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you never know. Granny might be into some fucking heavy shit. Yeah, some slam. Grandma you know? slam. Grandma slam. Yeah, yeah. You, you you think of her as granny, but she know. was at fucking, She's she was filthy. at pre-shows fucking... Banging dudes in the fucking bathroom, you know, I ain't like a fuck. <laughs> Giving them plumpkins. Yeah. Oh. She was she was the cougar roadie at the fucking at the fucking maiden concerts. God you know? It. What are you what are you gonna do? Uh yeah, fuck it. I I don't have anything else to say, Frank. Well, it seems we have arrived at our destination. It is now safe to undo your seatbelts. Good night, ladies. <laughs>